Welcome back to the Travcess Podcast. We're your hosts, Kim and Aaron. We are healthcare travelers and the creators of Travcess. And we hope that you all had a wonderful holiday season. We are excited to get into this week's show. So without further ado, here we go. So. Okay, so this is like our Christmassy, it's post-Christmas, Christmassy episode. Like some things came up for us as Christmas about traditions and and kind of keeping traditions as a traveler because we're always you never know where we're going to be or are we working are we off are we at home are we traveling somewhere are we on a contract like we're all over the place how do you keep up certain traditions or do you have traditions and then so we kind of wanted to talk about that a little bit and this was kind of our year of I think we found some traditions that we want to stick yeah so we're going to get into that a little bit, kind of break that down. And then also you did the coolest, just the coolest, most fun, most surprising Christmas experience that, I, I don't know, I'm just, I still can't go over. It was just so much fun. So we're going to talk a little bit about that. And whatever else comes up. Let's see where this bad boy goes. I did take a couple notes just now while you were doing the oh, intro. Gosh. I literally, literally doodled. A couple of things on the paper to like try to have some sort of rhyme or reason but well i mean i can get started if you want to i think i think you know it's you always say context context put context you have to put context so people know know what you're talking about so every contract i go to when i'm working and it's around the holidays because usually we end up working around the holiday this time is like our class, excuse me, our classic time of working. Usually I start a contract August, September, and it takes me through the holidays. Um, and so around the holidays, I always ask everybody like what their traditions are. And a lot of people don't have any, and which is fine, right? Like, I don't know, maybe you've just always done things the way you've done them. I, I'm sure if I was still in my hometown, I would probably still be doing the same things. Um, obviously as you build a, your own family, personal family, your traditions kind of build within that household. Um, but for me, I am a, I I love Christmas. It's like a a cool time for, I I just love everything about it. Like the vibe, the decorations, um, the food community. I feel like people are more connected in a way, um, happy, joyful. And so, as a kid, we always did luminaries, which are the bags with candles. And my entire neighborhood did it. Now, at the time, when I was younger, it was young families living in that neighborhood. And so, it was always really cool. Like, we would order extra bags for the older people in the neighborhood. And I would take charge of that. And I'd make sure that their sidewalks were lined. And that every house had bags. And it used to be such a cool purpose and such a cool thing I used to love when the sun went down and we'd light the bags and every neighbor was outside lighting the bags. And it was the one time of year that the entire neighborhood was in the neighborhood and they were outside at the same time. So my friend and I would ride our bikes around and we would like, you know, follow all the cars and people would come from all the different neighborhoods and they'd stop in and my grandparents would be there and they'd be making like all these cookies and food and we would just sit outside and wave at the cars going by and my house was always... I love decorating with lights, and so my house is always, like, really cool, 
And so people would stop and be like, wow, like we love it. And they would come and take pictures by the swing. And it was just a really fun time. And as I got older, that just disappeared. Well, hold on. I want to take it back because I remember because I grew, so you grew up in a house that had a lot of tradition, right? And, and like a lot of joy and a lot of excitement and a lot of just memories around Christmas, right? And so I grew up in a house where there weren't a lot of traditions. Like we were just talking about this the other night. We're like, wow, that's interesting. I don't, I don't really remember any specific traditions. You were that even we did. talking to your mom about it. Yeah. Like my sister and I were talking to my mom. We're like, mom, like, what did we do? We couldn't really think of anything that was specific that we did every year. And I have like, <coughs> excuse me, I have um, some memories of waking up on Christmas and Christmas morning and stuff, but nothing that really stands out. But my mom was like, honestly, you guys were with your dad because my parents were divorced. So she was like, you guys, you girls were like with your dad a lot um, and his family during Christmas. And so I wasn't really with my mom and Dave, my stepdad during Christmas. And so anyways, we got into like this whole discussion about it. I'm like, it's so weird. I just don't really have these like vivid memories of just Christmas and and I always wanted that, right? So when you and I first started dating, I took you down to the luminary. Yes, we were. We started dating in August, and our first Christmas together, you were. We started dating in October, bro. Octo- oh yeah. Why do I say August? Oh, because oh. your birthday. Your yeah, you birthday. You hung out with me on right. my birthday, but argued with your boyfriend the whole time. Right, but so I let's do. Be honest no, about- no, no, I know, but I do remember like that night. Right when you came back to my apartment and we were like talking and stuff, like I felt maybe there was a little bit of a shift. Like, I don't know. But so it was news to me, bro. <laughs> Over a freshada. I feel like that there was like hearts flying in the air. No, maybe it was just the booze. Buddy, two weeks before you came to the wedding, you said you wanted nothing to do with any guys period. End of story. Just because I said that doesn't mean that I didn't have, like, feelings. I was just trying to protect myself because of the toxic relationship I had just come out of that was, like, pretty traumatic. And I just didn't want to be in another relationship. I didn't want... I needed a break, like, from the relationship thing, right? So that doesn't mean Mm. I didn't have feelings, but I was trying to be like, I don't want a relationship. I don't... Whatever. Okay. We digress. That's another episode for another time. So we started dating in... October officially officially October 20th is the day that we stuck it in and made it official Mm -hmm. so then I you took me down to your parent your mom's house for Christmas and I just remember you were so excited and you were like oh my gosh we're doing the luminaries and like we're gonna sit outside and, and I'm gonna put the lights up and it's like this whole thing and I was like this sounds amazing and just seeing how excited you were I had never like you like listening to Christmas music the whole season. Like we, I never even listened to Christmas music before you. And I felt like you were bringing in this whole new Christmas vibe and energy that honestly, I was what, 21 when we started dating. I had never really experienced before. And I was like, okay, this guy like loves Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay. Which it was a super lame year too. That was the last year that they did it. Yeah. Ever in that neighborhood again. But and I'm glad I got to be a part of you it. You got to be a part of it. it cool. And like the everybody was older. Like all the kids had moved out. Poor, I mean, and so like basically like not there was a child. No, anymore. there was a lot of like blank houses and nobody was riding around like looking at the luminary. So it wasn't as like festive as it used to be. Yeah. But we still got to sit outside. 
Yeah, no, I thought, I mean, I thought it was amazing. I'm like, what is this, like, wholesome, lovely family? Like, your Nana's in there, like, making up those butterscotch cookies that mm-hmm. were, like, I still remember them, and like, she'll 16 never, years well, later. Well, yeah, I mean, now she'll never make them because she's passed. But, like, <laughs> she, we always said they were so good, but she'll never be able to recreate them just mm-hmm. because. Well, that's how she the, is. Yeah. Yeah. Throwing together, whipping things up, but not really like a rhyme or reason or <laughs> My recipe. mom always said that. Oh, whenever I talk, I talk about Nana stuff. It's like, yeah, but she could never make it the same again. Yeah. There's always like one good one and then... I remember those cookies as just one of the highlights of my life. And like everyone... It, I just thought, like, this is like so cool. Like, what a cute little family. I had never experienced anything like that before. Was that the year that you took me home and like we pulled up and your mom was... The Christmas music was playing. Yeah, but that wasn't Christmas. That was after the parish Christmas party. Okay, but it was the Christmas time. It was that year. And his mom is the sweetest thing. And she's got Christmas music, like, bellowing from all the windows are open, the doors, like, coming out of, like, the house. And she's decorating the tree and, like, eating, like, cookies and hot cocoa and just singing carols. Just, it's, like, quintessential, like, holiday movie. I'm like, Mm -hmm. okay, who is this bitch? Like, Mm -hmm. you know? And I was wasted, Mm -hmm. wasted drunk not my greatest moment not not the move not the move to do but i had gotten drunk at this christmas party and we pull up and i what did i say like oh you had to like go tell your mom to like go to bed no she goes (laughs) my mom comes out she's like oh you guys are home early do you want to come hang christmas decorations and you go go to bed jules (laughs) that's right your mom's like cool new girlfriend thing, Aaron. I had to tell her to go in her room so I could bring you in because you were new and I didn't you didn't I didn't want her you didn't want her to see you like that. Yeah. I had too much holiday nog. Yeah. Or you should have just told her I ate too many cookies and had a little bit of a tummy tum tum ache. So you couldn't see her because you had a tum tum ache? <laughs> I didn't want her to see me ill. Okay. okay, 16 years later, we've survived, but definitely not one of my finest moments. But that's just the painting that picture of kind of what you grew up in. And there was mm-hmm. just such a love and joy around Christmas. And so I think now being older, mm-hmm. we're, and we've been traveling now for 11 years and, and we're trying to find some traditions that can stick with us like like kind of wanting that more and more where I feel like we did when we lived when we had a house in Florida yeah I mean we were searching we did a couple different things but you know there's been a lot of years in between where we haven't and you know that's one thing that I feel like when we were in Atlanta gosh two times for Christmas we've been in Atlanta yeah, my first contract, and then just recently. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we would go downtown, and we would go ice skating, and we would, oh, like, yeah. walk around. And, like, that's all good and great, but, like, you can't do that everywhere. You know, it's, like, a very Atlanta thing. Well, I think that's the point is we're trying we're trying to find some traditions that we relate to Christmas, Christmas Eve that we can do anywhere and we can do it together. We can do it like an experience, an activity. We can do it together. We can do it with friends. We could do it if we had kids, like something that could just stick that no matter where we are, we can incorporate it into that, that season that we look forward to it every year. Right. Like that was kind of the point. Like obviously no matter, you can't go ice skating. It depends on if they have an ice skating rink, like totally so that we kind of went on a quest for that. 
I will say, <laughs> what? I was going to say, you remember how you were like, babe, if you want to, just we'll buy a bunch of bags and you can put your sand and candles and just do it in our driveway. And I was like, no. Oh, at our house? Yeah, I was like, no. Like, it's not just one house. Like, Some people do that. I, I think it's I lovely. know, but it's like when the entire neighborhood does it, it is the coolest thing ever. I know. But that just wasn't the vibe. But I, but I thought if we did, because you would put lights outside of our house for yeah. Christmas. And so it always looked really nice. And then I thought, we'll throw some luminaries out there. Like, really take it to the next level. You yeah. know, like I thought that would be cool, but apparently it wasn't. Mm, it's all or none. Yeah, of course. That's your theme. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So I also, before we get into the tradition thing, I, it's funny because I feel like for the last couple of years, we've said, we're not going to do presents. We're not <laughs> going to do presents. We're not going to do presents. And I, I, we always say like, we're not present people, but I feel like we are. Last year, buddy, I yeah, got you the little thing, the Vitamix little handheld travel thing. That's the only gift I got you. Okay. Well, right. And I, I don't really think you got me anything. I did. I just can't remember. I know I, cause last year we were in Poughkeepsie yeah. and we did our Christmas brunch is what we've done the last couple of years. But anyways, you're... Jumping ahead. So my point was that I felt like we're not really big present people, even though I, I feel like we are. We just always have yeah. no presents, no presents. We I've don't. never been shied away from that. I know, but don't you always feel like we're like, we're not present people, but then no. like we love presents so much. Well, just don't get it's fun. I just don't like buying presents because you feel like you have to. Yeah. That's like my thing. Like, I'm not just buying presents because it's the Christmas season and I should just buy presents for people that I don't even know what they want. So I'm just buying them things. Like, I, I'm a, I like the fact that the things that I get you and the things that you get me are very useful, very valuable, and something that, like, I wouldn't just buy for myself. Yeah. Like, right? there's like, thought behind it's it. It's not just junk or, oh, God, no. like, you know, crap just to get crap. Right. No, no, no. Yeah. 100%. But this year, again, we were like, no presents, no presents, no presents. And then Aaron was like, well, I've got, I want to get you two things. And I'm like, well, if you get me two things, now I have to get you something. And like, so I feel like that always happens. Like you always are the first one to be like, oh, I just really want to get you this one thing. I, I think it's like really cool. I think you'll love it. So then I'm like, okay, now I'm going to get you something. And then it tur- and then once you break that. The seal. That, then it's like, oh, this is so cool. And, oh, I wanted to get you this. So 10 presents later. Yeah. Became our no present Christmas. But it was fun. So much fun. I'm obsessed with presents. <laughs> I wanted more. <laughs> but I think because we'll get into this but like we make it an experience and that's what makes it fun it's not just like oh i want the present i love the lead up i love the vibe we create i love that it's like this experience like it's the whole day it just feels so fun and before before you all listening jump out of your chairs mark my words this is something we will do with kids because like I don't care how many stories I've heard. It's intentionality, right? Intentionality. We are setting the tone. This is how it is working. And I also, Kim and I also, I mean, it's getting off on a little side road, but like I have no problem in my conscience and soul 
like if my kid acted out on Christmas to just take the presents away. You say that. No, I do. Like I can tell you I my, my dad, my the one thing that st- sticks out in me in my lifetime was he said if you don't pick up your toys like my dad was a mail carrier, he delivered mail for years. And so his route was a um one of the homes for underprivileged kids like that have to live it's like a big foster house, but like tons of kids. And he was like, and he would go there and he would always throw the ball with the kids and like they'd be outside. And so he developed a relationship with that house. And so he's like, I know a bunch of kids that would kill for these toys and like they don't have any. And so one day he came home and I had not picked up my room and all my toys went in the back of his station wagon and he loaded me up in it and put me front seat. And he got out and loaded all of my toys into that house and made me sit there and watch. And then he told me to get out and go experience what it's like in there. And so that I'll be appreciative. And I just remember being like, wow, like that was very vivid in my mind of like, I need to appreciate my stuff a lot more. And I also believe in what you say you follow through with. Yeah, 100%. And that sets discipline. So I like the way my Christmas is and I don't want it to fly by in 10 minutes and like all the presents are opened. Like I will teach from a very young age, just like we taught Mimi to not pee in the house at a very young age mm-hmm. due to consistency. Mm-hmm. This is not how barking, Christmas no goes too. in our house. Yeah. No, I mean, I I want the same thing. I think, I agree. I think th- you, things are taught from a very young age and I think like, you know, you and I have talked, we talk so much about our parenting style for people who are like, we don't want to have kids. Like, I think we just, we have so many really great conversations about what we would want to do or what we think is important and what we witness in other situations that we're like, okay, like this is how we would do it. And I feel like we're on the same page and I feel like we are just so clear about that kind of stuff. And people are like, well, you guys don't have kids. And I'm like, we, all, we were just talking about this other night. We were almost like, we just want to, to like prove that we're going to like actually follow through with what well, we, and I think, we're going to do. I think you made a good point the That's other a terrible night. reason to have kids. Don't do no, that. No, it but. is. We're not. But <laughs> not doing it because of that. No. But I think, I mean, it does have a factor though. I'm not going to lie. No. But I do think what you said was really important the other night. And I don't know if you remember. What? When you had said majority of parents don't have the opportunity that we have that have sat here and talked about situations and are intentional about talking about situations and how you feel and what you believe in and how you would want to like raise kids and like usually it's like oh i'm pregnant and then it's like here we go yeah we've had 16 years of talking about this yeah and seeing how other people parent and see what they do and taking little Little. bits and pieces from all these different people like families that travel all the time and like their kids are young and flying and they're better than i i am on a plane and like just those little things that we've taken tidbits and I'm pretty strong willed and kind of one of those that's just like, no, like I know consistency is what matters and discipline is what matters and staying true to what you say and having your partner back you up in that vice versa. A hundred percent is what works. So well, I, love I just, everybody at work says, just wait till you have kids, your traditions out oh. there. And I'm just so sick of hearing it. It's like, just, just because you can't do it doesn't mean you can put that shit on me. Well, and it's, I think the conversation, our Christmassy conversation with the kids thing started. Cause like 
that there's a guy you work with that always comes in. We love him. And he always is telling stories about his kids. And, and canceling, canceling Christmas. Christmas and, and I'm like, so I'll pick Aaron up from work. And I'm like, what did the kids do today? Like, I always am waiting for the stories because there's always these new stories. And we're, Aaron and I are both just like, that sounds insane to me. Like, that just seems like absolutely there's no rhyme or reason for that. That doesn't make any sense. Like I just ridiculous stuff. Mm -hmm. And so like that we would start talking about, okay, well like for Chris, like they were just like his kids were just ripping open presents at random times and just getting their presents, not even on Christmas. It's like, are you kidding me? I would be like, hell no. Well, it's a three-year-old. No, I know. Um, but just, it's just funny. So yes, I would want to continue to do because we do this long brunch and I guess we can just talk about this real quick because we're like on the subject anyways um this really long brunch where we get up and we you know and I I am a stocking person so like I think stockings are really fun especially if you do have kids because then I used to look forward to my stocking and I guess that is a tradition I remember my mom would always put like lip smackers because I was really into the lip smackers uh lip gloss and Skittles, and that was always like a big deal. And so you wake up. You, Would you eat your Skittles? Not right then. Oh. No, no, no. I couldn't eat them right then, but like oh, okay. I had them. Like I it was know. a treat. That'd and for cool. me, it was a treat because I didn't get a lot of candy. Like that wasn't a big part of my growing up. So it's like to have a whole bag of Skittles was like, this is like amazing. And so, but waking up, having a stocking, going through your stocking, and then like making a nice breakfast together. And so we'll always think about, okay, what's going to be our, our menu, our meal for um, Christmas? And in making whatever we're going to make, we like to do a Christmas cocktail. Mm-hmm. So we do espresso martinis. We've done espresso martinis this year. And last year. And last year. Because mm-hmm. I feel like that's a good brunch cocktail. Like you can't like well, start not, the day with a scotch. You uh-huh, know, like that's could, that's a little we're not, for we're a not, holiday nog. We're also not mimosa people. I don't like mimosas. I don't like champagne. I mean, I like them. Don't get me wrong. I just get massive Same. headaches like immediately. Same. Like, like it just never works. It is bad, and yeah. then it ruins my day. Right. And we're not bloody mary people. Nope. So we're like, well, what's a good cocktail for brunch, and that you—that's like fair to have at 11 a.m. Right? And mm-hmm. espresso martini. I feel like it's coffee, got a little shot of tequila in there. Like you're ready to go. Perfect. Yeah. So just yeah, enjoying a cocktail, and then you know you'll open a present, and we'll talk about it, and like, and then it's like we'll take a little time, then I'll do one, and so I feel like just the drawing out. Mm-hmm. Of the day, like I don't want to just wake up and rush into it. Like I, I almost, I like the, um, uh, what is it like foreplay? It's just like yeah. you keep waiting, and it's a build up, and it's a build up, and it like feels good, but it's like it's not the main event yet, and you get to look forward as it continues and continues, and you want it to be long and drawn out, like it makes it fun. Yeah, I mean, you know, you had five gifts, and. Yeah, one of them was a the big event, and so I mean we finished your event at like four thirty p.m. Yeah, and we woke it's up a at whole like day. seven eight o'clock. Yeah, no, we got up at like nine. Oh, we did. We slept in. Yeah, because the night before we had our oh. Christmas Eve Italian wine fest. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Anyways, I feel like we could totally do that with kids with us. Like I think. Yeah. 
what I've learned that I really do love is that Thanksgiving is really fun to do with a family, with other people, a big shindig, everyone's together having a meal. I love that. Going somewhere, hosting it, whatever. I just like that vibe for Thanksgiving. For Christmas, I like it to just be like Christmas morning. It's like, it's just us. We're in our own house. We're not traveling. We're not going anywhere. We can wake up slowly, stay in our pajamas and just really enjoy the day just together mm-hmm. with you and I and like our immediate family if we have a family. Totally. Like that's what I want to do. Well, I agree. And I think too, like one thing, even as a kid, like we always had so many people and we would do one present, one present, one present, one but you know, like everybody would open one and they would come back around and which was cool. We right? did that, yeah. But it was basically open, put down, next person. Open, put down, next person. Open, put down, next person. I mean, you do that couple times and it's gone right and like you're like wait where did this go and I remember thinking like there's a lot of times I wanted to open up some stuff and like look at what I just got and like explore it and I think that's a good way too to drag it out instead of like my mom was like nope nope Nana's got to open hers or Papa's got to open his and she's like well let's just drag it out yeah like Like, let's let's make it a day event right pour yourself another cocktail well I guess too we always had to go to my aunt and uncle's at one so it was like yeah like, rapido, let's go. Yeah. I think it's funny because we were also talking about, we got on the conversation about Santa Claus. And if you, Santa what? Claus. Claus. Santa Claus. We, if you follow us on Instagram, we had this debate because I said it was Santa Claus. I literally always say Santa Claus. And you were like, no, it's Santa Claus. So we did this big debate. You're right. It's Santa Claus. I know. Okay. I mean, I don't Moving need verification. On. Yeah. I know, but you just brought that up, so okay. I was putting context. Right, but you this. said it so smoothly. <laughs> Santa Claus. That's what I've always said from day one, from the womb. San- it's always Santa Claus to me. So we were talking about that, and, and we were like, do you remember earmuffs if you have kids around? No, I don't think. Just in case somebody has a family. Okay, well, we were talking about if, if like... No. Don't say it? I don't know. I don't think people listen to, with kids to our podcast, but okay, whatever. I mean, we, I guess we'll you could, move on. Oh, here's what we could do. We could say, we'll give you like a... a five minute warning. Five second, like, delay to either turn this off. Yeah, yeah, five second warning. All right, five second warning. We're about to say something that your kids might not want to hear. Five, <laughs> four, three, two, one. Go ahead. So we were talking about... A, the if you have a distinct memory of when you found out that Santa Claus wasn't real, and I was like, no, like I just because I guess you were saying your your friend at work with the kids has twelve year old that still believes in Santa Claus, and I find Can you just say it normal. I am saying no, you're it. Not. Santa Claus, whatever that still believes, There's two and of I them. find that very weird. Both the guys. Okay. Their kids are 12 and 11. And, and they still, still uh-huh. Okay. But coming out of it, yeah. they're starting to see the suspicions. Well, to me, so I don't have another, I don't really have a memory of, of when I found out. Like, I don't, I'm sure I did believe in him, but it wasn't this big deal. It's not something I was like obsessing about. Like, mom, can I go see Shanta? Like, I didn't, I don't know. I don't think I was like. Like your mom's going to go to that. kind that. of. That kind of kid. Yeah. I don't, yeah, I don't think my mom would have even taken me to go see Santa. No. Actually. Gibbs would have. Yeah. he is Santa. Yeah, I think I, 
I'm sure I went and saw him. I'm sure there was an event. But there was no, like, oh, my God, where's Shanta? Like, I just never, that wasn't my childhood. But there wasn't staying up at late as you could to see if you could find him? No, I didn't. I didn't think like that not that I can remember there was there's not this vivid memory of me and I think a lot of kids associate the time of like when they found out it wasn't real and it's putting the cookies out in the milk and we did I did I do remember putting cookies and milk out but I think like I just knew Dave was gonna eat them like I don't (laughs) think I think I even he would like just eat them like I walked out and he's just eating them like I don't think it was ever this magical thing that I'm like oh Shanta for life and like when I was 11 when I was 12 I was like crushing on boys and like getting drunk for the first time no you weren't I got 12 the first time I ever got drunk I was 12 at a sleepover at my friends and the boy I was dating stole scotch from his grandmother's liquor cabinet don't call it scotch it was Johnny Walker red label what's that oh is that scotch okay he stole it from his grandma okay they snuck in and we drank and and I was absolutely wasted. I like just ridiculous, like wanting to eat Skittles. Like it was, it was so innocent for what it was. Because you're like, I'm so drunk. I'm brushing my hair. Like just ridiculous stuff. But like absolutely wasted, throwing up, so hungover. But I was 12 years old during the summer, sleeping over my friend's house. You were house. out of control. I was I was a a young bloomer. Was that what's it called? No, it's a late bloomer. Yeah, I started young, which is why, like, I moved through all of that so fast because I, like, started young. But I was, like, not that I was, like, partying all the time, but that was the first time that it wasn't, like, you know, taking beers from the fridge and, like, having a beer before bed well, that's at, funny. at that now age. That you say that, the first time I got drunk was 13. Yeah, that's what I mean. It's, like, when you think, like, it's not that young. That's pretty normal. I was in yeah, I had... seventh grade, I think. So, I mean... Yeah, yeah, because in ninth grade, and and even at the end of eighth grade, I was, like, partying a lot, drink, because those were the people I was hanging out with, so I was, like, partying a lot, drinking on the weekends, like, smoking weed, and then into high school, I was, like, a big partier, like, so I feel like, yeah, 12's not that far off, so to say that there's a 12-year-old who believes in Santa, I'm like, oh, my God. Like, good for them. Right. That she's like, take me to see Santa, Daddy. Yeah, like, they, they went. Instead of, like, you know, seeking in boys and, like, you know, yeah. no, I mean, doing bad things. I think the, the conversation was, you know, how we feel about if we had kids and, like, I don't know, like, how we would go about that. But then also on oh. the flip side... I mean, it's like, would we be just straight up honest? Like, I don't feel that I learned about the secret in, you know, first grade. And I remember my mom was more upset than I was. And, like, she just told me, don't ruin it for your sister. And I was like, okay, cool. But I don't remember feeling like Christmas is ruined. I was like, I'm still getting the same damn presents. Like, that's that's it, right? Yeah, like, it's, it's like, not like my cares? presents are going to stop now that I learned. Yeah. You know, and so, like, but I also debate, like, so do you just quit the shenanigans and whole thing? Or are you robbing your kid of their no, childhood? Or, I think you know, like. I, I would never be like, Santa is not real. I would let them believe that for as long as they wanted. But would you that's... play into it as hard as people do now? With all, I mean. 
yeah, maybe. It's just consumerism, but it's like really hard. Honestly, like, I think it's sweet, and I think it's I think it's innocent, and I think it's like magical. Like if you believe in that, and makes it more fun because you know you won't feel like that forever. So I don't. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Robbing of childhood. So but I, I mean, don't think it's wrong. What I think is weird, and we talked about this, is the whole idea behind it of like, you know, if you're a good little girl. Santa's gonna come and give you a present and you're on the good list but if you're a naughty girl if you're bad then you're on the bad girl list and you get coal and it's like this manipulation Mm -hmm. that's used to try to you know manipulate the kids into like doing what they say to do and I get it but it just seems very bless you that (laughs) It just seems very odd to me that as a society that has become what we do and it's normal of like, you better be good or you're not going to get anything or that elf thing, elf on the shelf, he's always watching. So if you're bad, he's telling Santy and you're not getting shit. Like, don't you find that to be a little weird? I, I do. It's. I don't know if I'll play that game. Okay. Because, like, who are you... Like, I don't like the whole idea, too, of, like, you're good and you're bad. Or, like, if the you do this, it. you're bad. Like, I just feel like that word itself, like, that's yeah. not the way to go about it. I don't know. I don't really feel like that. But I believe in, like, the magic of it all and, and allowing them to believe in that and have fun with it. Yeah. Right? I mean, these are just discussions that we've had. Yeah. So, anyway. Okay. Should we? I don't know why we just got into yeah. a whole like Christmas tiny Christmas, dancer so Christmas conversation. Brunch. So now go into what we've decided for Christmas Eve. Okay, so our tradition for Christmas Eve. And so this is what I loved. So Aaron surprised me, which I thought was just so cool because it's like you put a lot of thought and time and effort into the just like thinking this through and wanting to create something that was an experience because. At the end of the day, that's what we like. It's the experience of doing something together that's fun, that's active, that usually involves food and drinking. You know, like that's pretty much like the vibe of, of like what we would want to do. So you on Christmas Eve, you were like, okay, you're going to like open up these gifts and this is for Christmas. And then after you open them up, then like Christmas Eve. Yeah, on Christmas Eve. That's okay. what I said. It's Christmas. But... Oh. Um, on Christmas Eve, you're going to open these gifts and then whatever, this is going to be the, the vibe. So he got everything to make homemade pasta and not just homemade pasta, but homemade cashew pepe, which is our favorite Roman pasta that we had in Italy a couple years ago. One of them. Okay. I know there's the four pastas. There's the cashew pepe, carbonaro, uh, carbonara, carbonara, amatriana, and then grishi. Mm-hmm. And I love cashew pepe. I also love amatriana. I also love carbonara. I love it all. The carbonara and the um, cashew pepe were my two favorites. Yeah, I mean the grishi was cheating because it had a bunch of truffle on it. Well, so and grishi is just a pasta. I think you can add different things you to can. it. Yours was truffley, mm-hmm. but we you did like we did a twist because. Cashew pepe is just black pepper and parmesan, or pepper. Pe- oh my god, peppercorn. Wait, what is it? Not pe- parmesan. Pecorino. Pe- 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 Pecorino. Whoa. Whoa, that was a lot. Peter Piper picked a peck of pickled peppers. And then, but we added truffle. We did, and 
Kim put like $90 worth of truffle yeah. on these. Well, we were going to make raviolis as well. But we are, too, we, we are sick as dogs. We made an entire ricotta, and that's the $90 of truffle. Is like in the ricotta we mix. We should make that tonight. We should. You're going to roll out the pasta? I feel like it won't take us that long. I just worry it's gonna, that cheese is going to I agree. Go I think bad. the dough's bad already, too. But we should make them tonight. Okay. Maybe. Um, yeah, it's only five. Okay. So... We had this amazing night, and, and so we've talked about... Can I just say, too, yeah. that I made sure that I imported Italian wheat as well, like dough, yeah, like a flour. Yeah, Italian you the flour semolina, and the semolina. Semolina, which is key. Mm-hmm. And we've talked about wanting to make pasta. We're like, ooh, like when we have a house, like we can do a pasta-making night, and oh, that'd be so fun. We can recreate all these dishes we fell in love with. And and you were like, why do we need to wait till we have a house? Like, right. like you don't need that much. Like the thing that we got to roll out the pasta and stuff isn't that big. You can throw it in a bin. We have space for it. And so you're like, fuck it. Like let's do it now. And it was so much fun. Like we drank wine. It was a lot of work, but it was just this whole experience. It was a couple hours, mm-hmm. and I was really really proud of us. Yeah. And impressed because that show was delicious. I mean, it was amazing. Now, granted, I do believe that it did take us longer because we didn't want it to suck and also never knew how to make homemade noodles. And if you would have seen a shit show, it was like a goat rodeo when we were like making the noodles and then trying to make the Casio Pepe sauce because you need it to be hot and then mixed in with the noodles. And like the noodles only cooked for like two minutes because they're so fresh. That they were al dente in ten min- in two minutes. Yeah. Which is like, by the time you put them in, it's already two minutes. Right. So we were just throwing truffle oh, and cheese and... It was an absolute crazy fast. Like, the kitchen was trash. Well, there. we were putting in the, the dough the wrong direction. Yeah. So then once we figured that out, it was coming out perfectly flat. And it like was our amazing- first time. Yeah. Like, trial and error. Like, we never made it before. So now, when we do it again, we'll be even better. You know, mm-hmm. and like learn learn how to do it better and more fast. So, I feel like it was such a fun night, listening to Christmas music, drinking wine, like making pasta. It was very Italian themed, and it's something that I would love to do every year. Because again, we could do that together as an experience. We could do it with friends. We could do it with family. We could do it with kids. Like it's something that we could do. Mm-hmm. No matter where we are, mm-hmm. and it was a really fun activity where you could be involved, and you're also making a delicious meal to sit down together and to share. And it's just—I don't know—it was just one of my favorite things. Totally, and I think you and I have not been to a formal cooking class in Italy. We need We've to, just though. eaten at all the restaurants. Yeah, and so we need to go do that. We did a wine and food pairing. Let's go. But we haven't done a cooking class. And so now I want to go because I want to learn the techniques and just make it really good because I'm familiar with it now. Oh, my God. That's a, and so a now dream. I'm like, all right, let's go. 100%. So that's our new Christmas Eve tradition. That was so much fun. And then, and oh, we had a charcuterie. We did, Oh, my we? gosh. We had so much food. That's why, like, we couldn't even eat. We're like, we can't make these raviolis. We're so full. Yeah, well... I mean, you were just eating the pounds of cheese, just the shredded cheese. I couldn't stop. <laughs> and then we made a, I made a pumpkin tiramisu that was an epic fail. I go, actually, I kind of liked it, but it needs a little work. Okay, so then grand finale, 
So we have our Christmas brunch. It's a beautiful day. It was so fun. And Aaron's like, okay, your last present is going to be like a whole thing. So let's save that to the very end. What? Yeah. Oh, okay. Why are you shaking your head like that? Well, because if you did it at the beginning, it wouldn't be as fun. Right. Yeah. So, so we knew like, okay, cool. Like let's work through the presents and do the things and we'll save this to the end. So, um, what was it? Oh, so you, I was thinking of like the, you gave me the, a gift, which was really cool. It's an attachment you can put on a backpack and it has all of the flags, all of the countries that we've traveled to, which mm-hmm. is like so fun. So that was like, it kicked it off as like this travel thing, mm-hmm. travel theme. Well, and it got and us then, talking because we collected and put all of our little tokens on our, our keychain. And because we've been going back and forth with like, do we do pins on our backpack? Well, I've already lost they fall all the off. pins. They fall off. And then we're like, let's do stickers on our water bottle. And then we lose a water bottle. And like, there goes all your stickers. And so I was like, I want something that is like solidified and can transfer from yeah. backpack to backpack and stuff like that. So I found these pins from the Wonder Club. It's really cool. And so we started like, I bought all of the places that we've been so far and started our base and now I'm super excited to just grow with that. So we were talking about that, about grabbing some more tokens and getting how many more tokens can we get this year? And like, yeah. it became fun. It's reason why Dave and Buster's is so much fun because you want to get so many tickets to go buy something. Like now the tokens are like fun. It's a fun thing that we're gonna do a celebration of when we get to a new country. I'll already have the token and pull it out, and we'll do like some sort of thing because you pause. And you take a moment to realize, like, where you are. And I love that aspect. Instead of just getting off the plane and going down the thing. And where, where are we going on the cab? And, like, let's go here. There's our hotel. Like, oh, next thing you know, you're leaving. And it's like, no, like, where are we? Yeah. You know, take a moment. Yeah. No, so anyway, I love it. That it built up so this cool. final. Yeah. So you were like, okay, go in the room. I got to get set up. <laughs> it's like, okay. So I go in the room. And I come out, and we have this big whiteboard in our living room, and it had, like, 26 different trips, locations. And then 26 boxes, like, Christmas-themed boxes that all had numbers on them. And it said, Deal or No Deal, Travel Edition. Mm -hmm. And I was like, what in the actual F? Like, and if you, I don't, if you know the show, Deal or No Deal, like, you get it, like, There's basically, it's with money and you choose a box and then whatever's in that box is yours, but you can make a deal with the banker and and like swap it out. They offer you deals. It's deal or no deal. And you hope at the end you get the million or the 500,000, like that's in your box, but you narrow it down as you work like through the boxes. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of how it works. But each box instead of money, it was a trip. And, and so basically the idea was that Aaron put in all of these different trips and some of them were like super exciting, like Tahiti or Bora Bora or Italy or Christmas markets. France wine trip, Uh, wine road trip. Yes. Scotland. Ireland. What else? Vietnam. Like so, like so many, Iceland, like so many cool places. And then there was like. Iceland's not on there, boo boo. That is. Oh, Ireland, Ireland. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there was like Disneyland mm-hmm. and a water park in Orlando. And I'm like, uh, no. Or like Zion, which, yeah, I'd love to go to Zion, but do I want that to be like the trip? You know, because you 
Well, what was your idea behind it? You talk. Like, you were basically whatever I chose, you're planning. Yeah, I'm planning, and I'm, you know, and also I, I had it set. Because if I can pull it off, I'm going to do it still. Like, I wanted to know what she picked because that's the fun of the game. Um, so I can narrow it down. Um, but I also am just going to say, you know, Uber's here. Your luggage is in the closet. Like, let's go. Please. That's my dream. Except you already know when, because now, now with we, with what you won, yeah, now there's we a know specific the date that we need to be somewhere. <laughs> right. So the the hope is that, you know, I am choosing the boxes to get rid of that are like Disney and Orlando and like Seattle, like nothing against Seattle, but like, again, like this is a special trip that like you're planning, like we're going to look forward to next year. And there was also no, like, redos or swaps. It was like, whatever you choose, I'm going to plan it. And this is going to be a trip that we're going to look forward to next year, 100%. Like, Unless you take a deal with the banker. Right, because it's too easy to be like, oh, no, can we, like, swap this out? Like, it's part of the game. Like, you want it to be, you want it to have a meaning behind it that you really are going to do what you choose or what's the point, right? right. Like, you got to follow through with that. Mm-hmm. So it was so much fun. It was super stressful because you're having to make these decisions. Like, should I it take was this so deal? Much should fun I not? When you like hit like because we did six boxes and then I should have done five boxes, but you did six again, and then we went down to three, and then just kind of whatever. And when you would pull like Disney and your scream and like I'm, our poor neighbors were like, "What are they doing?" In oh my there? god, I know. But it was fun because it added to the. The whole point of it. And I knew your dramatization and excitement and fear of pressure is going to all play into this. So it will work. Like it, it would, and it did. It, it worked out great. It worked out exactly as I wanted it to. Well, and if you follow us on Instagram at Kim and Aaron G, I posted a reel. Mm-hmm. Um, about it. So you can kind of see like a behind the scenes of kind of what it was like. So you can go watch that. Um, but we did a part one and part two, but so we ended up with the European Christmas markets, Yep. which that has been a trip that we've wanted to do for so many years. We were going to do it, but it was COVID remember and they shut them down. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. We had a plan. We were going to go to... Italy, Greece, Portugal, and then Christmas markets. Like circle back and do yeah. those one. Is, yeah. So I was so excited because like at first I was like, I really wanted to do Italy because Aaron and I went to Italy two years ago and we did. God, has it been two was years? It two years? Yeah. Because it was. 2021. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. I was like after COVID-ish, like the, there was yeah. still some restriction. And so it was like when we were going to do our like year of travel. And so we started in Italy and we went to Rome for a couple of weeks. We went to the Dolomites. We went to the north. We went to Lake Garda. I mean, it was such an incredible experience. And so we were going to go down to the southern part of Italy and do like Puglia and Naples and Piedmonte and like really dive into all the like southern food. Was Piedmonte southern? No, it's not. Is it? I thought it was like central. I don't know. Whatever. It doesn't matter. Like, yeah. no, it's not north. Northeast. Okay. Because it's on the border. Remember? It borders Switzerland and something else. I don't know. 
But we wanted to go and we wanted to finish. We wanted to really explore all of Italy. But on that trip, we also really wanted to go to Greece. And we were losing the season in Greece. It was September. End of September. End of September. So we were like, okay, well, we really wanted to go to Greece. And if we didn't go then, it was like, there's really no point to go. It's going to be too cold. So we decided to leave Italy, go to Greece, and the, th- the goal was to do like Greece and then Portugal and then like come back to Italy and like finish out that trip because you can do southern Italy in the winter. Like it's mm-hmm. still going to be nice. But we ended up coming home um, instead because we were having all these issues with our backpack and it was like this whole thing. So we came home. So my dream is like I really I, – Italy is like my favorite country. It just – it has it all. It has – the, the wine and the food and the people and the mountains and the and beaches. The and I mean, it's, it literally has everything. The history. It's just the tradition. It's just such a cool place. And so I really want to go back and finish that. But that's a bigger that's a bigger trip because we go back. like yeah. Go to Florence. Go to Tuscany. We didn't even go Modena. to... Modena. Yes. Parma. Parma. So this would be like a couple of weeks. Um, and so I was like, oh, I really want to do the Italy trip. And... And then we did, the, we, I got, so I was between the European Christmas markets and the Italy trip. And I really wanted the Italy trip, but then I got, I won the European Christmas markets. And through the box. I know, that was, but I, but that's just like my reaction to things. Cause I was, there was so much buildup and then it was just like, ah, like, and so, but I, you know, I was like, oh, it's not Italy. But then I was like. European Christmas markets are something we've always wanted to do. And it's also a great trip for Italy is a huge. That's a huge trip that's to plan. It's never a trip I want to plan. No. So it ended up being perfect cuz this is something super cool you can plan. We could be in a contract and still take off a week or or, or 10 days and go. It's going to be longer than that, but Well, you know, I mean we could do it in like 10 days if we wanted to. Like it's not something that we need Right, I get your point. We need a month for. We need 3 weeks for. It's something we could squeeze in even if we're working. It doesn't have to be this huge trip. And it's something you could plan. So I'm like, wow, it actually is absolutely perfect because it's something we've always wanted to do. We've talked about doing it for years and you can plan it and we can do it at that time of year. So yep. I'm so excited. No, no, I've already started planning and it's going to be awesome. Really? Mm-hmm. So Kara and Nate are YouTube friends. Um, we, they have, they just did a Christmas market themed like. It was perfect oh the way God. they did it. I mean, it was epic what they did. So we're basically recreating it and allowing them to go through and say the ones that were like really just not worth it yeah um the only thing is is they said that one wasn't worth it but it was like rated best christmas market for like years running but they went on a saturday night and i wonder if it'd be different if they didn't and so there's a little bit of me that feels drawn to it but yeah i don't know like it it it, it really just depends on how many (laughs) days we have because i would like to experience a lot of them because we're also like getting to check off countries that we've never been mm-hmm. to get tokens and get tokens and like go and and we're gonna do it they did nine markets in nine days and that's like a lot I would never do that. We'll, we'll never do that <clears throat> i um, want to enjoy it but i do i want to spend a night at the christmas markets but then enjoy either we get there before the night or whatever like one full day of exploring the city that we're in yeah as well. Yeah, no, I agree. I want to enjoy where we are 100%. Um, 
So that was really fun. So then we thought, okay, this could, I would love if this became a Christmas tradition. It's like, how fun is every year on Christmas we play, because it was, it lasted hours. It was so much fun. And you pick a trip that you're going to do next year. You know, and like you get to plan it and and I don't know if like maybe you're always the one planning and maybe this could be a combination thing where you and I are picking this trip together and we're like, let like we get to go plan this together and we know no matter what this is the trip we're going to do next year. I think that could be kind of fun. I mean, you will always be the selector um, and I will put trips up there and I'll change them up and things like that. But like... Hmm. I think I'll pay attention more to like places we really want to go. But I think you brought up a really good point as well. And you were picking through and you saw a lot of the trips. And then you saw, what, which one did you see when you first brought it up? You were like, oh, Scotland. And you were like, that would be a really cool trip for you to plan. Mm-hmm. And I realized, like, you're right. There are trips on there that I wouldn't want to touch at all. Yeah. Um, or, oh, you almost took Airplane Beach from the... Oh, for the you, banker. For I the came banker. so close. I was so tempted because that's such a dream. And I'm like, and another reason why I almost picked it is because I thought that's like a weekend, a weekend. that you could plan that we yeah. don't, again, we could like be on a contract and still be able to go for a long weekend. So it seemed, it seemed very like realistic. Which does open up the fact of why don't we just fucking go? <laughs> I know. You know, it's like literally like, let's get out on a four day weekend and go. I know. I know. I really, really want to. Maybe for my birthday. Uh, I don't think the time's right. <gasps> Why? For your birthday. There's, there was something. Technically, this is this is the week that everybody goes there. This oh, is the main, it's like, like, the holiday. Right. Okay. But it's the weather and all that stuff is, like, perfect okay. right now. But it's the most expensive. Maybe next year. So, anyways, that is our holiday tradition vibe i'm really excited pasta making christmas eve trip picking for the next year on christmas day like food cocktails fun activities something we can do no matter where we are in the world with whoever we're with i just i think it's perfect i think the one thing that i'm shooting for in one full year i can tell you this i'll set this goal my thing is is i'm ready to do that like what we did with deal or no deal, but then start planning and go. Oh, like so it's not so far. Dude, it's like it's in December. Like Yeah, like I wish I, I'm like ready to go. I know I thought of that as like that would be really cool if we didn't have it was like a January trip or something where we're like, that's part of the excitement. It's like let's take this week, plan it, and then we're leaving for it. Yeah. That that's, would be that's so what I cool. Do. But that's also seasonal, too. Right. Because, like, I don't... You don't want to go someplace... Well, right. I don't know. It can't be... It has to be random or else it's not fun. You know? You can't You can't have... You can't have a bias. But it, we'd only put places then that would work for that part. Because, like, I'm not going to go to French wine country in January. They have crazy winters. Right. Right, so it's like I we if we're gonna do that, then we just couldn't put things that wouldn't be winter. I'm also saying that like if we were going in April or May, like that's better than December. Yeah, yeah, you know, hundred percent. But I think for this year, because we do have different goals, it allows us the time. So I'm really glad you did pick that one to end our year because it's to end our year and start 2025, which we hope will be set up a little different. Hundred percent. So anyway, I I've 
We need to either make this pasta Let's if we're going to make it because it's going to take us a while. All right. Well, hope you guys had an amazing, beautiful, relaxing holiday. And thank you for being here and hanging out with us. And we will see you next week. Same time, same place. And follow us at Instagram at Kim and Aaron G for all the behind the scenes things. And we're almost at 10,000 followers, which is really cool and exciting. And so go follow us if you aren't already. Kiss 2023 goodbye, baby. Next time we talk to you, it'll be 2024. We'll see you next year, darling. Yep. This is the last one of the year. Wow. I didn't even think of that. Yep. All right. Well, have an awesome new year. Yep. And um, yeah, we'll catch you in the new year, baby, baby. Travis says 2024. Let's go.